This is The Great Equalizer, a parenting podcast about the realities of being a mom or dad in modern Josie. We are your hosts, Sam and Charlene, and we believe we're all rocking the same kind of crazy. So let's get real, let's get honest, and let's have a laugh about the ups and downs of our current upside down. Hashtag no judges. This week on The Great Equalizer, Sam has a date with destiny. Charlene's in the forest. And we chat about female friendships in the month of love. Because this week is... Galentine's Day. Huh? Hello. Hello. I am stuck in a forest. Tell me. Talk to me. <laughs> What's happening? I'm, I don't actually know. I think it's coming off the back of last week's feeling sick and not being able to have my shit together. And then you just, I think it just snowballs into like this week I'm starting to feel a little bit better and, but I'm not quite there yet. And it, it's just made me feel so depressed. Like I don't have my house cleaning under control. I'm not on top of my schedule. I, the kids aren't a hundred percent better yet. I'm not sleeping enough. And I think it's just caused this like black cloud that's kind of descended over me and I'm trying yeah. to get out of it but I'm feeling very down and Deborah and it's early in the year to be feeling that way and I just can't shake it I don't know if I can't pinpoint one specific thing that's making me feel that way so well first and foremost sleep I suppose that's it it's because my brain's not uh, regenerating the serotonin levels that it should because of the lack of sleep so it it must be that yeah but anyway it's one of those things well I suppose I'm also coming off the back of uh, just to to go into my bad uh, mom moment um I'm coming off the back of a more difficult weekend well, Saturday really was, that set the tone for my entire weekend. We're all tired, we're all not feeling well, and um, we're all simultaneously having a bad day. And so Josh was very badly behaved on Saturday, and I just lost it with him again. We had to be somewhere, and I couldn't, he was just not cooperating. The morning started off good, I thought we were going to have a good day, and I just found out to not work out that way. By the time we were just about to arrive at the party, it resulted in screaming matches and tears on almost everybody's end. And I finally, he was so badly behaved and screaming and shouting in the car and kicking the back of my seat and me losing my shit. And I finally grabbed him out of the car. I made his father stop the car and took him out of the car. And you know how when you're little, you're, you're Parents used mm-hmm. to threaten, I'm you want me to leave yeah. you on the side of the road? Leave you here. I'll just stop and leave you here and you'll have to walk home or whatever. Well, I actually stopped the car and took him out of the car and put him on the grass embankment on the sidewalk and turned around as though I was going to get back into the car and scared the shit out of him. And he was just like, no, mommy, no, mommy. I'll behave, I'll behave. Yeah. And then I put him back into his seat and I said to him, now you be quiet, you stop whining, you stop back chatting and you take your nap like you're supposed to. The reason you're so badly behaved is because you're overtired. And then he just didn't say a word, he just snooked <laughs> until he finally fell asleep. And then he had like a, not a long enough nap, so he wasn't completely happy afterwards. But when he woke up, I went to him and I took him out of the car seat and I gave him a hug and I said to him, you know, even though you are badly behaved sometimes and even though mommy shouts and we fight, I will always love you. 
I don't like the way you behave always, but I will never, ever stop loving you. I want you to know that. And he just started crying again and he said, I won't talk again, mommy. I'll just be quiet. I'll never talk again. I don't want to lose my family. So that was my bad mom moment. Also, it just hits you in that gut, like the guilt. Yeah. I think probably that's also why I'm feeling, it's part of why I'm feeling depressed because I don't have my shit together. When I don't have my shit together, this is what transpires when the kids misbehave. Well, when you, when you pass that, that amber, that orange mm. light, you, you've been chatting to me about that lately where like moms don't often operate in the green mm. where everything's chill and we're like, Mm. you know, super cheery and well-charged and ready for the day. Mm. We're always operating on amber where we're lacking in one thing or another. And um, when you when it floods over from amber into red, then you've, you've like lost it. Mm. You've, and you've lost the battle. Mm. And that's helped me the last couple of weeks when you said that to Is me. It? I was like, yeah, yeah I'm, at, I'm like approaching red now and someone needs to take over. Take yeah. over. yeah. And I think also in that moment, his dad was trying to take over, but we were confined in a car in one space and we were at a, on a time constraint. So mm. we had to be somewhere at a specific time. So there wasn't like, I'm going to walk away and take a breather and you couldn't do we'll that. regroup in a half an hour when we all feel better. There was no room for that. So, and the, his sister had to nap as well. So his screaming was keeping her awake. She would like doze off and then wake up from his screaming and doze off and wake up from his screaming. So it was just in my mind, it snowballed. And I was like, now she's not sleeping and he's not sleeping. And now we're going to go to this party and these people have dogs and my kids are terrified of dogs. So if they're not well rested, they're going to be um, difficult because they're already scared of the dogs. It was just like everything was piling on top of each other. And so... I guess my bombing at momming then in a very sad turn of events is then the fact that I managed to make it through that event, that function with family and the weekend um, without actually physically abusing well one or done. both of them. Well done. <laughs> Look, I have to say two things and that's I'd like to take a moment to recognize moms everywhere who get out of the house with their kids. It's so difficult. so hard. It's still so hard. It's impossible almost. And I mean, it was difficult when they were little because there was a lot of stuff you had to think about and prepare for. Now for me, it's just difficult because they have their own will and they like don't want to go into the car seat. They don't want to sit in the back. They don't want to take this way. They want that way. They don't want to do this. They don't want to wear those shoes. It's so difficult to yeah. operate with these tiny humans when you're working on a specific schedule it's near impossible that was the first thing second thing is i like we chat every week but i don't often get to see you in your natural habitat mm. and um I, I mentioned this to you the other day and i'm going to mention it again in that you're very hard on yourself you always tell me i'm hard on myself but i think <laughs> you are very hard on yourself and i know i've seen you lose your temper <laughs> i've seen you get to that point but I also have seen you be extremely patient and kind and loving with your kids. Oh, and so if anybody has their finger on the, the button to call Childline on Charlene, stop. <laughs> it's oh, worse God. in her head than what it is in real life. And I, and I think that we all need to remind ourselves of that, that we are doing a good job, Charlene. You are doing a good job. Thanks. I've seen you. In, I've, I've seen you at work and I'm just like, you. I don't know how you have so much love in your heart, but you do. 
Well, I appreciate it because I suppose in my mind, because I'm always in amber, I'm constantly saying to myself, just keep calm, just keep calm. So that's the conversation happening in my head. But what's happening outside is also chaos. So chaos in my head, chaos with the kids. Yeah. So it just feels chaotic. But thank you for saying that because I don't see it that way. Well, I'll keep reminding you. Tell me, <laughs> who is this destiny, destiny. that you're having I've this got date a hot with? date with destiny. Destiny being my gynae. Oh. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> it's taken a whole year, but I I managed to nail down an appointment. And I thought, look, I wear my heart on my sleeve most days, and I'm very um, open and honest, but I do keep a lot of my private life private. I know our listeners might not <laughs> think that. Think that, yes. Um, but I'm about to... I don't I, I, I don't think it's that much of a secret, but I suppose a lot of people have been asking me, and that's just about a second child. Mm. Um, and when I say people, I mean like my friends and family. Um, and I have to say that it's been tricky because I'm not that person that is checking my basal temperature and like telling, phoning my husband and being like, I'm ovulating now, get mm. over here. It's not, it's not at that level. It's not at trying. that level, no, yeah. but it's been like a number of months and it's especially been tricky and hard because with Elijah, I fell pregnant in my first cycle. We were extremely lucky. I didn't have to worry about, I don't even know whether you can call it fertility mm. issues at this stage. I haven't seen my gynae. Especially considering that Ray's been away for, I mean, last year, during the months that you have been trying in inverted commas, he was away for two of those months. Exactly. So So minus that off the calendar, then how many months have you actually actively been trying again in inverted commas? So I'm sharing this and sharing my date with Destiny because I just want other moms maybe going through something similar to know that they're not alone in that, um, firstly, making that guiding appointment for yourself and mm. actually taking that time, that's fucking difficult. Mm. And then the heightened emotions and stuff are around that, um, the excitement and disappointment mm. so, so soon, and that you're going through this alone. Like, I'm not openly sharing with... Ray or like to an extent I suppose I would like to surprise him mm. um, and have that be a sweet moment and, and not have him ride this up and down with me every single month but at the same time I'm I'm doing it and then physically and I, I feel like something's off because I am feeling very hormonal and it's, it's, all, it's not in my head like you I'm getting those similar symptoms like if I didn't know any better I'd swear I was pregnant kind of that, exactly. that sensation and it's been about a year of that of oh my god am I pregnant because like are you feeling the the slight nausea and the dizziness sometimes dizzy, yes, those exactly. funny sweats you get I've asked you on a couple of occasions when you've told me how you feel physically I'd be like are you sure you're not pregnant yes yes and then it turns out I'm not mm. and I mean I've been battling um bladder issues and just sort of my health and like these 30s are kind of kicking my ass in terms of that (laughs) you know sorry for laughing (laughs) i can relate yeah i think age is is definitely not on my side even though i'm on the other side the the younger side of 35 i think age definitely has a lot to to do with it and i think it's all normal and i'm trusting that my gynae will will be like just you know be patient or 
that's a minor thing or maybe it's something more serious and so I'm just being open about it because I think what is most taxing is this is not my main priority. Mm. In and that's the, that's what I wanted to say to you. Bear in mind, like when you first tried for your first kid, it's this exciting thing that you're going to embark on and whatever your contraceptive was, whether it was an oral contraceptive or the Mirena or whether it was uh, condoms that you used or whatever it is, the excitement of... Going off of that. Going off of that. And then like, oh, let's see what happens. Yes. And you have a handle on your career and your life and everything else because... You set aside time for, to have this happen, right? And also to make that an experimental fun time to... Because certainly for me, it was a case of, oh, I want to remember the night that we conceived this baby. Yes. So every time you have sex, you think, well, I certainly did. Like, oh, could it be tonight? Could tonight yes. be that night? Or could now be that it's moment? Kind of a, for if you are planning and if you have planned, if it wasn't um, a surprise then yes, it can be a very beautiful experience. And fun. But now you have life, jobs, your kid, you have an existing kid. And I was thinking about it the other day. The second time round for me was very much like an anti-climax. Yes. And so I'm I'm going like, I've got this nag in the back of my head and this this pressure, even though I'm trying not to feel pressured, um, the age gap between Elijah and possible child number two is increasing by the day it is very stressful it's not lacquer and I just wanted to put it out there not to get any sympathy or from anybody but just to to be like if there there definitely are other people around me feeling the same way and feeling that pressure and I want you to know like I totally get it and I see you and it's warranted and that and it's very difficult to say that because I'm around so many people who have struggled to have a first child Mm. And I don't want to seem ungrateful mm. for the hand I've been dealt. Mm, exactly. So, so there's that. I have a date with Destiny. I wanted to be open and honest about it. I'll continue to chat about it. Hit us up if you want me to chat more about it. Then I'll gladly do it. I don't want to bang on about myself all the time, mm. and, and and you know, then people don't actually want to hear the finer details of me not being grateful for for my life. But there's that, and. Yeah, just thought I'd put it out there. Okay, so date with destiny tick. We'll, we'll, you'll have to report back to me after your appointment. I will. I will do that. <laughs> In terms of bombing at momming, um, it's more a Elijah is winning at life. And I... That makes you proud. It makes me super Well, of proud. course, that is you bombing at momming because he is a product of his home environment and his parents. Well... You so know, you've got to be doing something right if he's doing, if he's flourishing and doing well. I always say um, I'd rather have a kid who's kind and nice to be around and not a dickhead than have a um, child who is a dickhead but kind of knows how to count in five languages and, you know, is two years ahead intellectually. And yes. Like, that's not important for me. Is Is he... Um, being kind to lonely kids on the playground. And that's exactly what is happening. And I'm just like, I like I'm bursting with pride at this. So I I was chatting to his teacher to ask, uh, how's he sleeping? How's he coping in the classes? Everything, is there anything I need to be aware of and whatever? And she asked me who he plays with at aftercare. And I mentioned uh, who it was. And um, the teacher said, oh, that's a surprise because he's 
he's very um he tries very hard to play with this one particular kid let's call him mike he he tries very hard to play with mike in the classroom and that's during school hours not at aftercare so i was like oh how how so and she said well mike's a bit of a loner and he like and he's not just shy he just he likes to himself. keep to himself mm. And Elijah, ma- she told me it's really sweet because Elijah manages to get him out of his shell and Elijah tries really hard to, to, engage. to engage with him and pull him. And Aww. I've never seen him behave like this, but... He's obviously picked up that this kid is obviously, there's some inhibition and yes. he wants to make him feel accepted and welcome and it's going to be okay. And the teacher told me Elijah's the only kid in the class who's managed to get him out of his shell and even invites him to go to the toilet with him. Oh, like my man. come you know I, I we can come, do it let's it's go to okay. the toilet together and then sometimes he goes and sometimes he doesn't and oh. elijah will report back to me and be like oh mike didn't come to the toilet with me today oh, sweet and man. so he i that just i feel like i'm bombing at momming with that that really made me feel good about my kid he can say all this repeats all the swear words that go on in our house he can do all of those do things. all of the things and and also just like you know, skates fly by the seat of his pants when it comes to academics or mm. anything else in life. But if he remains the kind kid, then I kindness feel like trumps I'm everything. Yeah, for me it does. For oh, me it does. That's so nice. He's yeah. a, he's a good kid though. I love your boy. He's amazing. <laughs> um, bad my moment. I have yet to sign my kid up for swimming lessons, and I think it's only going to happen next term. Well, that, just, that is done. what it is. I managed to Fuck. I managed to get the swimming lesson trial out of the way, and we're starting now in February. But you at least have had your kid at swimming lessons True. already at some point. I've I've never had them. So again, it's about just picking your battles and juggling the balls. Just look at what is you're physically capable no, of and right at this now, point. It's just not pursuing that. He's so doing other things. So next term, fine. It's probably better next term because then you're going into winter and the pools are heated. So mm. to go in summer when it's so flipping hot in those internal mm. I don't know what your place yes, looks it, like where you go. It's like it's an indoor pool pools, and in yeah. summer it's hot and humid in there. So Probably nicer in winter. Well, thank you. <laughs> Thanks for coming up for me always. And funny, funny, you should do it and make me feel better after my bad mom moments always. Because um, more often than not, when you're feeling cuck about yourself, you need a good girlfriend to tell you that you're a goddess and can do no wrong, right? So <laughs> it's precisely why I keep you around, Charlene. <laughs> well, that's why I keep you around <laughs> as well. <laughs> I like to remind my friends what amazing people they are. And it's important to do because we don't do it for ourselves. So we may as well do it for each other. Especially this month because it's Galentine's Day. Please remember, what we say on this podcast can only be considered the gospel on planets Sam and Charlene, respectively. Our kids and husbands can be assholes and angels at the same time. And only we're allowed to say so. And lastly, by virtue of the fact that we are women and it comes naturally to us, we reserve the right to change our minds and or contradict ourselves whenever we so choose. And we don't want to hear a damn thing about it. Hashtag no judges. Okay, Sam. What are you banging on about? What the hell is Galentine's Day? Charlene, tut, tut, tut. <laughs> Let me show you the way. You obviously know Parks and Rec, Parks and Recreation. I don't know what that is, Sam. Come what on. the fuck is that? How are we friends sometimes? <laughs> I don't even know. I think you're more of a geek than I am. You're way better informed. Okay, it's a sitcom. 
Okay. With possibly the greatest female lead to ever grace our TV screens, Leslie Nope is played by Amy Poehler. You know Amy Poehler. I know Amy Poehler. She's hilarious. Okay. Hold fast. I'm going to have her explain it all. What's Galentine's Day? Oh, it's only the best day of the year. Every February 13th, my lady friends and I leave our husbands and our boyfriends at home and we just come and kick it breakfast style. Ladies celebrating ladies. It's like Lilith This Fair character has the somehow managed to make Galentine's, make Day, Galentine's a thing. Day a thing. So it's on the 13th of Feb and there's memes if you look for it. Okay. We'll, we'll put one out this Galentine's Day. Okay. From Happy Galentine's Day from The Great Equalizer. And okay, so I get the reference like gal. It's the gals going out like Galentine's Day. Yeah, and it's the day. day before you celebrate Valentine's. And you know how we feel about it. I, suppose I feel about Valentine's also, Day. Yes, and I suppose also I have, I have single friends who are every year like, oh, fuck, not another Valentine's Day. Just a reminder of exactly. me not having a date and not getting red roses or whatever exactly so Galentine's Day kind of um, for me in my life um, and for my friends who are single um, it lessens the it dulls that like impact of um, couples being all lovey-dovey around you and the day before you celebrate with your girlfriends and you 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 do something fun yes. or you just recognize each other's friendships and like in Leslie Nope's case they all sit and they all get together and have breakfast, breakfast. food because breakfast food is Leslie Nope's favorite type of food. Okay. Um and then she has let me show you what she does um for her friends. Like in this you'll see that they have like goodie bags. I'll show you the video, but um our listeners will be able to to, yeah. to imagine that they're, they're all sitting at a table together and they have goodie bags. If you look inside your bags, you will find a few things. A bouquet of hand crocheted flower pens. A mosaic portrait of each of you made from the crushed bottles of your favorite diet soda. <laughs> and a personalized 5,000 word essay of why you're all so awesome. <laughs> okay. That's cool. That's cool. So it's time for yourself. And your girlfriends. And your it's, girlfriends. It's a and focus it's time for on, you to like share yes. what you love about each other. Much like you would do on Valentine's Day. Yes. For your new boyfriend or your husband, if you guys are do celebrate. Taking time to appreciate the person in your life and making them feel special. Yeah. So And also by in doing so, I suppose, making yourself feel special yeah. as well. Because you, you're filling your or emptying your glass that's always over full. You're yeah. taking me time. Exactly. So, I mean, why I celebrated is, as I mentioned, I've got um, single friends in my life who they, I, I, must, I must say I'm very thankful for them because they get me out the house and they are always thinking of fun things for us to do together. Mm. And very important for me is it's not about Elijah. It's always about Elijah. I mean, I love my kid. You know I love my kid. Mm. He's, he's my world. He's what I spend my waking hours thinking about whether I'm working. I'm working for him. Like He's the reason you do everything you do everything in your life. I do. This the podcast would not exist if I didn't have a kid, right? Mm. Like, what? why would we be doing a parenting podcast if we didn't have kids? Exactly. Sure, it's about our identity. Um, we don't focus a lot on, on our kids per se. We focus on ourselves. But we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for mm. them. And we do spend a lot of our waking hours... Um, or all of our waking hours focused on them. And even I've mentioned before, just going to see family and that, it's 
My family doesn't want to see me. They want to see Elijah. I know. It's really cuck because you just legit don't matter anymore. Yeah. So, but, but then I get an invitation like this Wednesday. I'm going, my friends have booked movies and I'm going to watch Little Women. They know I love Little Women. They love it. We, we all study literature together. Mm. So it's a thing. And they couldn't give a... F- well, they love Elijah, obviously, but they couldn't give a fuck about him. It's not about taking him to movies. It's about, Sam, we want you. Mm. And That makes I, you feel special. It makes me feel so special. I so appreciate that they see my interests. They know what I need. And I, I must repeat that there was a... Obviously, when I was in the newborn phase and in that whole forest, like I had to turn down a lot of stuff. But the fact that these women just kept stuck around stuck around firstly and then they they kept inviting me and it got there there were a few rough times where i was just like just keep inviting me when i when i can go i will go and there will come a time in the future i don't know whether it's two weeks or six months from now that i will say yes but i need you to make it it needs to be my choice that i Mm. can't come so that whole transition period did happen and um once I got out of uh the forest I was and and as Elijah got older me just finding myself again I was I'm able now to let him go I'm not breastfeeding him so there's not Mm. that worry but anyways I appreciate my my single girlfriends my kidless girlfriends they they get me out the house and they're the ones who just like Sam, it's Valentine's Day. We're going for dinner. Are you in? You know. Mm. So they're the ones that if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't know about it. Yes. Um, or I wouldn't have like given it a second thought. And I just thought that we should share it with our listeners and I should share it with you so that um, we can kind of highlight the importance of female friendships. Because it's not just my kidless friends. I've got a great friendship with you mm. and um, many other like mom friends. That That's a thing also. super important. You because know? I don't, I mean, I, d- I don't celebrate Galentine's Day. I I've, I've didn't know what it was until you've enlightened me now. Yes, Charlene. But, yes, yeah. but what you're saying resonates with me because I definitely feel a need for that kind of interaction as well. I mean, I suppose a, a part or a relationship that your husband or partner in life can't necessarily fulfill exactly just a, a place where you can have some conversations outside of the did we do we need to buy bread are the kids bags packed is exactly. it this or what you know outside of the conversation that you have on a day-to-day basis with your family and your your husband and your immediate surroundings just you outside of that this is my life and my responsibilities just how you can function outside of that. Maybe just not talk about yourself and your kid at all. Just maybe just hear what's happening in their lives. That's a thing. And I want to like, often you come and you've got something big that you're dealing with in your life, but you sit and you listen to me um, bitch about small things that irritate me, but you do it with such patience. And I think we both do it with each other. And I think it is because it's like, yes, I'm so sick of being in the my funk. My shit. My own shit and mm. like, you know the weight of what I was chatting about earlier just this nagging sensation of like time closing in on me when it comes to having another kid that's that's pressure that I actually I I would like a break from Mm. can we not I don't want to talk about that you know Mm. until infinity can I talk about something else that's Mm. stupid you know um or not stupid can we talk about you as you say I think it's important I think it's a important for you to 
be interested in somebody else's life. And I think it's important for people to see you outside of you being mom. And I'd like to ask our listeners, like, when was the last time you were pulled out of the uh, chatting to your husband about what's for supper tonight? And can we pick up milk and bread and um, that type of, you know, your daily, the daily grind, Mm. you know? I don't know. I think it's super important to just not, not be in that mom mode the whole time. And... I feel like mom friendships should be that for you. No, well, uh, female friendships, should mm. I say. Female what I like about this concept is also that, I mean, you know how taxing your schedule can be as a mom and a person working for yourself. And life is busy. I mean, there are people that months go by and I haven't seen them. And then, or like we talk about it often, someone sends you a text or a WhatsApp and you take two or three days to respond to it. Yes, so, we spoke about that in our Mom Friends episode, that exactly. like people have to understand. That this is just the nature of the beast. But what yeah. I like about Valentine's Day is the pressure's kind of off that it isn't this, okay, a weekly meetup with my girlfriends for, for self-care. Yeah. Because that just adds more pressure. Like I feel like once a year, on the 13th of February is manageable. Yes, in or around there or <laughs> yes. sometime in Feb. Yes, just get together with your girlfriends. And even if that means that's the only time this year you see some some girlfriends, then at least that's ticked off your list and it's not another... It's like a maintenance night for yourself for and your friends. Yes, yes. exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, we spoke a little bit earlier and I'd, I'd like to bring our listeners into this conversation about playdates. mm and I feel like a lot of moms around me want to do the playdate thing and I'll oblige and whatnot, but... That does not substitute no, a girl's... That is not what I'm talking night about. ...night or friend's night out. Yeah. Bec- I agree with you because I love... Playdates are great for me, but again, a playdate's not for you. No. It's for your kid. Like, think, how much conversation do you actually have not at a playdate? hardly any. And to be honest, what you are talking about is the phases your kids are going through now. Have you been battling with this? I've been battling with this with my one. And um, I see, can you see Joshua's behaving like this lately? Yeah. Has, have any of you been battling with the kid dropping his nap? It's, it's great because it's a sense of community and you do feel like you are not alone in your motherhood journey, but it's not refilling your glass yes or, or I, emptying you know your glass I, I hate and it, sam it as an individual that's sam the mom yes exactly there's sam the wife sam the mom and then there's sam sam just oh, sam i'm a person yes yeah so that a, a play date's not for sam but i hate i really hate at play dates is when you you get into a conversation and something happens with the kids and the mom's like, ah, oh, just uh, two seconds, I'll carry them. And you have, we joke about it as moms. We joke about the stilted conversation mm. where you have it in like patches. Mm. I fucking hate it actually. It's I not really a, despise it. We do it because we have to. And then There's you have no to pick, up, way have to to have pick up your train of thought after something happened. Like, uh, where was I? Oh, I was busy telling you this. And There's no point in even telling a damn story. You get interrupted all the time. You have to, because you have to attend to your kids' needs first and foremost. So it's taxing. That experience in itself, you'll get home, you'll be like, oh, it was a lovely play date. The kids had fun. It was nice to see the girls. I have play dates with my girlfriends. You and I have had play dates like that. It happens. It's great. You do feel like I've done something nice, but it is not. It's not a substitute. It's not a substitute for Sam time. Yeah. 
I yeah, I'm glad we we are we see eye to eye on that. And I think this I'd really it's almost like a PSA, like a public mm, service announcement mm. for moms is that I want to be like eh, guys, don't yes. fall into the trap of thinking oh, that but that's I had a your play date. new time and that's it's you not. catching up with your friends. Do us a favor if it's been a while um since you've you know, kind of let your hair loose. We're not saying like go out and get pissed or go have a wild night out. I mean, if that's if you're if that that's, way, if that's fine, what resets your your um, that hits the reset button for you, fine, do go that. and do it. But we're not saying that's what you have to do. I'm saying like go and do something that you really love. For me, I really love going and um, trying out a new restaurant or mm. having dinner and dinner and good conversation where I don't have to share my food and I can have a full glass of wine without worrying and that type of stuff. I, I really like that. That ignites me. And so um, I, I do. I've got a few. Outside of my, my single friends, we've got a yoga group. I don't even go to yoga anymore. I haven't been able to go. But that group um, has kept me alive from time to time. Mm. That they And they organized. I couldn't go last year, and I hope, hint, hint, nudge, nudge, guys. I, I hope they organize again. Um, another one like this where they had mom's night off. It was one night. That mm. they went, um, that they went. It was an overnight stay somewhere, and obviously uh. you need to be able to do that. With you need someone to look after your kid, and mm. you know if you're breastfeeding, it is kind of difficult. Like those were all my difficulties. That's mm. why I name them all the time. Um, so you have but to whatever have a, your a challenges are. Yeah, if it's baby, if it's a babysitter, or your schedule just doesn't you allow, you need to be able to overcome that, or your so budget doesn't allow. Because yeah. budget for me is often an issue. Exactly. So yeah, obviously, don't put yourself under pressure to. I'm putting myself under financial strain because I have to do this night out or this weekend away with the girls within reason. Yeah. The thing is that it's nice that those things exist and I'm very open to those opportunities. Yes. So when the yoga group, they had their like year end function and I was just like, guys, I know I haven't been to yoga this year, but can I please come, come to, to the, the year end function? <laughs> and I did. And it was so nice mm. catching up with, with other moms without our kids. Mm. And um, I just think it's super important and I just wanted to put it out there for moms who might not be doing this and thinking that they're filling their cup by by going to various play dates. I don't, I'm not convinced, guys. I'm not – and you can send me an email saying – or, you know, DM us on, on social media and tell us why play dates – your cup but honestly I don't I'm not I'm really not convinced that I was do. just gonna say on that note like I'm I was lucky enough that in my group of mom friends that are uh, that we were on the same page as that is concerned as far as that's concerned because we could say to each other listen girls can we do something like without the husbands and the kids at some point and not be judged for wanting to put space between you and your husband and your kid or whatever, you know, um, because there are people out there who it, it hits their reset button to just have family time and have time with their kid and be able to play outside in the garden or for them, that is what, what hits the reset button. And again, there's no judges here. What, Sam and I are saying is just for us, what hits our reset button is to take me time. And that means my me time is to have some space between myself and my husband and my kid and my day-to-day -day responsibilities. And to be a and person again with interests. Yes, be, yeah. a, be a person outside of the Charlene, the mom, the wife, the person who has just responsibilities. Yeah. Um, 
what I realized is also that I'm not altogether an extrovert. I think that you're more extroverted than what I am. Um, but I, I yeah, can you, get there. You can, but you can also, like, uh, having a good book and just a couple of hours of maybe watching some Sex in the City yeah, that by yourself. But it, but it doesn't fuel me the way that a good conversation with, yes, with, with other women fuels me. Mm. And... Um, I I realized that especially in I mean I had to put myself out there so I came to when Elijah was newborn I came to your massage classes and that's how we met um that it's hard and that's I didn't do it because I was particularly interested in massaging my kid I realized it was important for me to get out and for luckily, your sanity like, I'm not so much of an introvert that it's I'm going to have social anxiety about you know, I can manage myself in a crowd alone. But there are women who have social anxiety and then you have a newborn and then you have to deal with being social with a newborn. Yeah, I mean, it's tough. And so I just want to say, guys, I, I do see you, but I do feel like it's important to do it in a in a space that you c- feel comfortable with. So, I mean, you have a lot of those like um, paint nights out, mm. you know, like uh, wine and painting mm. and stuff like that. and Or... Um, you know, little sex, uh, part, sex toy parties. Parties, with, yes. You know, that that type of thing. Or just dinners. Or uh, you can join a running group and there might be some moms that you or other women Or that wine you club. With. Some women do wine club, book club or book club. Yeah. Mm. There's, there's so much like what piques your interest? Like, just think about that and, and go for it. So I joined the yoga, um, stu- not just not even a studio. It was just... Um, you know, sort of at a, a local venue here and it was just a bunch of moms getting together and then other non-moms joined as well and it became like a an ongoing yoga crowd and since then the um, the venues changed and um, the instructors changed because the one at a bay had twins and but everybody's still around and on the group and, and whatnot and that for me, even though I haven't actually been to the yoga, it's still a good group of people that's, I'm kind of affiliated with and it it's not easy making conversation being like oh hi I'm new and and this is my game and this is who I am yeah you have to put yourself out there it's not always easy to yeah so engage with strangers essentially and for that to grow into friendships that I think is just the, the bottom line when it comes to if you don't have those female friendships and you are perhaps craving it you gotta you gotta put yourself out there and that's Somehow, just that yeah. nature of that beast you know and granted it's not always going to flourish into friendships you're not always going to click no, exactly. with, with everyone so it's like dating all over again it right? is so it's not that, that i dated really in my life but I, that's why but galentine's day it's very it's a very appropriate um yeah uh, way to do it i think yeah i think so so i mean guys even Charlene and myself, we're open to new friendships. You want to reach out to us, then yeah, please. Then our table's big. Up. Anyone can come yeah. sit at our table. And Valentine's Day can happen any day of the year, folks. So. Exactly. Hey, maybe we should have like dinners where we invite people just to join us. And if it's just me and you, then that's chill too. Also cool. It'll still be great <laughs> conversation, I think. I think so too. <laughs>
Charlene, speaking of hanging with your girlfriends, do you know of somewhere fab we could take our friends to for a night on the town? In fact, Sam, I do. Pink Dust Events is a female-run company that offers Gauteng women in particular a ladies' night off. They go out of their way to make women feel like the queens that they are with dinner, drinks and a whole lot of love and laughter for only 200 rand a ticket. Also, I'm loving the fact that each Pink Dust event is held at a different Josie hotspot each time. Yeah, you feel really swish actually. Pink Dust nailed Mom's Night Out by taking a really simple concept but making it affordable, glitzy and fun. Without any effort on our part. Because let's be honest, we deserve to get out of our mom buns and jeggings every once in a while. Right? We're the ones who spend so much of our time organizing everyone else's life. From doctor's appointments for our partners, meetings for our bosses, to playdates for the kids... Who does that for us ladies? Well, Pink Dust does. They give ladies a venue, a date and a time, sometimes a dress code and then they take care of the rest, allowing the ladies of Joburg to do something for themselves without too much effort. Or guilt. Find Pink Dust on Facebook and Instagram at Pink Dust Events. And keep your eyes peeled for more info on their first event of the year, happening on the 18th of March 2020. So what do you think is the bottom line? I suppose something that resonated with me is, first of all, that make sure you do something that is for you. Don't, be con- don't let your time with your girlfriends or your Galentine's Day, whatever it is for you, don't, let, don't mistake just a play date or another get-together as make sure when you do it, it's something for you. Yeah. And it is so be selfish about it, I suppose, in the end, um, because you like you say, you like to have to have conversation with your non mom or your kidless friends because for selfish, selfish reasons, because it helps you forget about your responsibilities and your and things. And they see me, they're interested in who I am as a yes. person, so yeah. and that's uh, they've helped, I suppose, in this. Uh, transition in becoming a mom they've helped me regain what I would have liked to have kept of myself and that I mean that it, uh, all of these these recent episodes that we've had since the beginning of the year it, they all kind of relate to each other in that sense because you you need to remember your sense of self because there's always going to be parts of you that you're going to have to let go of for a time but as the cloud lifts and you start feeling more like yourself try and make time to invest in yourself a bit more and and in those friendships and also another thing that was important for me out of this discussion was to make sure that it isn't another just another responsibility oh my god I have that girl's dinner and now I have to go because it mustn't be that it mustn't be that and if it means that it's only once a year because it takes the pressure off it can't be another thing that is just exactly another pressurized thing you have to Which do. Which also means you have to have the right tribe around you, right? The tribe that understands that you can only do it once a year or that you're not going to make it sometimes. Find the right people and mm. you'll know, like just listen to your gut. Know who's toxic and, and who isn't and who likes you for you and who, you know, ugh, mm. the typical rules of friendship. I don't need to preach about that. Mm. But um, one thing that I, like a, a blanket caveat I suppose is that I know that this all gets better and play dates get better and all of that just 
in, is enhanced when your kids become older. Mm. So for for now, we're in it that our kids need us a lot more during playdates. When they six, seven, eight, nine, I'm trusting that we can get together with our kids and they'll run off and go do their own thing and you and I can actually sit and have a proper conversation. Exactly. It's just not the case right now. Mm. And so I do understand like moms are with kids who are older, you might not be feeling this way. Um, so yeah. I understand. But then that's also important for me is because one day Elijah's going to be six, seven, eight, nine. He's not going to want my input in that. And I feel like it's very important then for me to know who I am outside of him. Quite right. Yeah. So how about we keep talking? Yes. I want to hear from our listeners or anybody who wants, who feels the same way or ha- has an idea about what, what works for them. What do they constitute as their Galentine's Day? Oh, guys, do you do mom's night outs? Do you, are you energized by playdates? Are you different to us? Um, do you do breakfast mornings? If do you, you have something that has become an institution, let us know. And because yeah. we, if we can, if we can steal some ideas, we'd be very grateful. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Guys, you know this. If you want to chat with us, weigh in on something, swear, rant, cry, or laugh, DM us a voice note on uh, Instagram at the Great Equalizer Podcast. Or you can record one on your phone and you can email it to us at thegreatequalizer.za at gmail.com. That's our email address. Yeah, we'd be so keen to play it on the show. I mean, if you want to keep it private, that's cool. But, you know, we want to hear some of your voices too. Um, also, feel free to tag us in your Instagram posts or Facebook posts. Um, and we want to know who you think is uh, bombing at momming. Um, or even if, if you've had a bad mom moment. Like, yeah. I know it's difficult to be honest about those sometimes because the mom guilt is real. But yeah, do a hashtag bad mom moment or hashtag bombing at momming. And remember to tag us when you do post those so that we can see. Yeah, your support is super important to us. And, you know, um, we're out there to support you guys too. You guys, um, every every like, love, comments and share means the world to us. And when we respond and we're telling you you're doing a great job, we mean it. Like, we go to your profile online or we, you know, we do a little bit of cyber stalking to see who's listening to us. And yeah, we engage and, I mean, we're so interested in your lives and your your parenting journey. So we do check it out. We go onto your profile and it, it makes our hearts just feel warm because we know that we're not in this alone. And the reason we started this is a good reason and and we're not losing our minds we love this community (laughs) yes guys um though it is a a means to an end we'd love for you to subscribe um on any of the platforms that that you um are listening on uh whether it's apple podcast spotify or soundcloud or if you'd like us on another um, platform let us know and also don't forget to review us on any of those platforms um, or on Facebook, we really appreciate the reviews that we do ga- get. We got um, such a nice one last week yeah, by a like mom it. who was saying that she has she is nodding in agreement and sometimes cr- uh, cries as well and laughs out loud at what we're saying, which is so heartwarming. Because yeah, we're just happy to to be there for you guys. Yeah. We, we really are. We're rooting for you. And the more we're seen, the better this podcast can do. And when when um, people share our posts or the stuff we're talking about and share it with you other mom and parent friends the better we can do for you because we know that we're on the right track and we are actually helping this community that we're creating yeah so here's the challenge put yourself out there reach out to me and Charlene 
Yes, we let's make friends. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's always room for more, guys. Exactly. Charlene, I think that's it uh, for this week. Next week, we'll be doing another Maintenance Night episode because right after Valentine's Day, what is it? Valentine's Day. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> Until cool. next time. Keep, keep your, your mom game strong. For more on today's show, please head on over to our website at www.thegreatequalizerza.com or catch us on Instagram at The Great Equalizer Podcast or on Facebook. If you want something a little more personal, email us at thegreatequalizer.za at gmail.com and we'll get back to you.